WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. And we're a week and a couple of days away removed from the Delaware primary election, which falls on an odd day, Thursday. And as we've been talking about uh, this, uh, could diminish turnout. People just not used to it. Longtime Delaware political observer Richard Heffron, who represented business interests, of course, long time at the Delaware State Chamber, ultimately as president of the Delaware State Chamber of Commerce, watched the uh, U.S. Senate debate on the Democratic side last night. And, uh, Rich, uh, your observations, of course, uh, seldom does a particular debate at a local level uh, settle a race, but uh, just your thoughts of how tough this primary is going to be for the incumbent Senator Carper. Uh, and I'm surprised at the, the size of the crowd, 700 people. That's, that's pretty big for any debate, uh, whether it be a primary or an election. And it, it shows that uh, there's energy on the side of the Left wing of the Democratic Party, uh, you know, their 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 candidate um, who's running against the incumbent. But on the other hand, um, the debate itself, uh, you know, it's easy to say, you know, Medicare for all, and we'll pay off everybody's student debt, and uh, where's the money going to come from? Well, they figured it out, you know, with the uh, with when they when they had to uh, bail out the banks. Well, that was a, one. That's a totally different situation, and most of that money came back to the government. Um, so, I mean, things, that's not how things work. So, it, uh, I, you know, How things work doesn't necessarily mean that uh, people are not going to be motivated. I mean, look, look at the Republicans uh, and uh, the uh, tax breaks and all, and now the, uh, the debt and the deficits are at record highs. Well, yeah, you, you're correct. Um, that's true. But on the other hand, the economy's taken off, and, and part of that is because there's the tax cuts. Um, it's you know you can make you can make that you can make that debate, but you have to have something more than well Congress can figure it out. I mean that's yeah. Well, uh, at a practical level, I mean I would think it's a battle of turnouts. An odd day for a primary election, a Thursday. Uh, obviously, the progressive forces are energized. Can right. quote unquote the regular Democrats uh, bring out the vote for Carper? Yeah, I think that that's that's uh, the senator's uh, dilemma. He's got to make sure he gets those moderate uh, Democrats. The Democrats, those liberals who have always supported him to make sure they come out and vote. That, that's what you worry about. And like I said, it's on an odd day, an odd time of the year. Uh, it's difficult. I've been involved in these primaries for years, and, and they're pretty simple. You find out who your people are, and you make them go out to vote. The problem, but, but it's not simple getting that done. I think he'll be fine, but, but he's, he's wise. To um, He's working very hard. He's visible. Well, I mean, not not the Mike Castle mistake, not underestimating his no. opponent. Uh, which, no, he is not. And, of course, who knows what polling they've done. i, I got to move on, if I may, to some other races. Auditors primary. I can't remember a more contentious, acrimonious primary for auditor. Then again, I can't remember very many primaries for auditor. Well, there weren't. And uh, Tom Wagner was over for 20-some uh, years, so there weren't a lot of uh, competitive races. Uh, the... How's that race decided? Well, most people don't even know what the auditor does. They probably don't know why we elect an auditor. That's probably a good question. Um, but I, I think that uh, you have three candidates, uh, and uh, like you said, it's getting pretty nasty, although um, uh, I, I think really the nastiness is between, uh, between, between the two. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know how people will decide. I would assume that McGinnis seems to have some energy. She's run statewide before. I think that's to her advantage, um, but uh, you know, I, I have no idea how that race is going to turn out. 
Well, there's so many zigs and zags there with uh, one uh, candidate uh, saying the other one is uh, improperly right. conducting the election or this was improperly right. released or whatever. Right. Um, any other thoughts? Of course, we got the AG's race. Conventional wisdom there is uh, Kathleen Kathy, Jennings has it. Jennings, yeah. She has the most money. She's visible. Uh, but once again, you know, you don't know who's going to vote that day. And there, there are a bunch of uh, legislative races, right? I think I told you last week, I, there are 12 uh, House primaries on the Democratic side and 30 candidates. I mean, that's that's a lot to um, whatever you have. The, the, uh, rate, the three races in the city, it's two for the House, yeah. and are backseat. Well, I'm, so, I'm sure some polling places we could visit uh, where people are motivated to turn out uh, for a uh, state senator representative race, and right. then they're trying to figure out for whom to vote in the other ones. Didn't know so much about the other races yeah. because they no. were energized by the legislative races. I think you're right, and that that would be well. That's to an incumbent advantage, somebody like Tom Carper, uh, if they're going to have to vote for in state senate race and they don't know who anybody else is, and they don't know who Tom Carper is. So I think that would, that would be to his advantage. But that's going to change the makeup of the legislature with all the openings and. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm really interested in you know, the ideological band of each one of the uh, party candidates because that, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. What about the Republican side? I haven't talked very much about that. Um, once again, it's hard to tell. Uh, I, I don't think you're, except when you have a couple of primaries, you're, you have very low turnout. It's really a downstate candidate against an upstate candidate. Um, in some ways, uh, you'll be. The downstate candidate is a county council person, uh, 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 elected county council in Sussex County, all right, and he might have some advantage uh, in that way, but who knows from upstate? And I, mean, I mean, it seems Arlette has been ducking debates, and Toronto has, has bring him on. Yeah, yeah he has, and, uh, um, you know, um, that depends who's paying attention. Uh, both conservative candidates, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see who... Uh, who, who who wins that? I have no idea. You know where, where the vote's going to come from, except in a they said a couple primaries. Uh, so that's going to be uh, interesting to watch. If they have to go up against Tom Carper, it'd be very, it'd be very difficult. Uh, and I think they know that. I've got you. All right, Rich. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Talk some more next week.